Well, how is your Lenten journey going? I hope that uh, things are going well for you on this journey that we make to the cross and to the empty tomb together. This is a beautiful time for us to draw closer to Jesus, and readings like the one we have this morning really have so much meaning in them, so much for us to take with them. And uh, as I was preparing the homily, I had a difficult time trying to decide how to focus this. But what I'd like to do this morning is to focus this homily on the idea of conversion, the conversion of the Samaritan woman at the well. Well, as this gospel story begins, we see that Jesus is tired from his travels. He's coming into this town looking just to, to rest a little bit, have a time of rest. And so he sends the disciples into town to purchase food. And Jesus is, is at this place uh, where the well is. Now, Jesus does something sort of unusual. Um, he asks this Samaritan woman for a drink. Now, Jesus is the Son of God. Clearly, if he was thirsty, he could have taken care of that physical need by himself. But Jesus is entering into an encounter with this woman because he thirsts for this relationship that he wants to have with her. He thirsts for this encounter. It's a spiritual kind of a thirst that he has. Now, there's a very minute detail in the front of this gospel that really is very important to the understanding of this whole story, and that is the fact that the Samaritan woman is coming to this well in the middle of the day, at about noon, it says. And if we were to use an example from our own lives, if you think about the task of mowing your lawn during the summertime, think of a really, really hot, blazing July day, most of us would get out on that lawnmower early in the morning, get that task done before the heat of the day kind of comes down on us, which makes it much more difficult to accomplish that task. Well, the same thing is true here. She's coming to this well in the heat of the day. And we find out later in the story a little bit about why that might be the case. She's coming to the well in the noon of the day, so she doesn't encounter the community around her. Her, her life is not exactly what she would like it to be, and she doesn't want to become the source of gossip at the well. And this well in our story really represents the hidden life, the things that she has kept hidden from others. That well is deep and dark and murky, and it sort of resembles the way that perhaps she feels about her life because of the sin that has happened. Well, the Samaritan woman is doing a task that she does every day. She's coming to the well. She's fetching water. And that water is going to last maybe for a day, maybe a day and a half. And she's going to be back at that well again in the heat of the day, drawing water for her survival. And she chooses to do this, to endure this suffering in the heat of the day, rather than to endure the suffering or the shame of the community around her. Jesus comes to her and offers her something different. He offers her living water. And my guess is initially she had no idea what he was talking about. She's coming to the well to draw her water. Here's a man she's never met, who she's not even supposed to be talking to, who's offering her living water. And in that conversation, 
Jesus opens up, he shines the light on these hidden things when he asks her to call her husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. And Jesus says, yes, I know, you've had five husbands. And the man you're with now is not your husband. All of a sudden, this shame is laid out. And in doing that, she is able to receive the mercy of Jesus for this sinful life that she's been leading. It's freeing her by having the light shine on this life of hers. She begins in this moment to desire what only Jesus can give her, his mercy, his grace, and his healing. Well, as I said at the beginning, this is a story about conversion. The Samaritan woman comes to the well seeking water and leaves that place with something so much more. And in every conversion story begins with an encounter. And so we have this encounter, this chance meeting at the well, where she meets Jesus for the first time and asks him for a drink. She, he asks her, pardon me, for a drink. And then there is an invitation. Jesus begins to talk to her about something more, about living water. And she begins to think about that. What might that be? There's a curiosity and a desire that begins to build in her heart. And we hear that in her words to Jesus. Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty. She asks Jesus for the gift that only he can give her. Well, there's a moment of truth that comes then where Jesus opens up those hidden things. He shines the light on her life, on the shame, and the reason why she's coming to this well at this odd hour of the day. And in that moment again, there is a forgiveness that happens. Her heart is open. She begins to see who Jesus really is as he reveals that he is the Christ. And he says those words, I am he the one who is speaking with you. And then comes this beautiful conversion. The woman leaves her jar at the well and goes out into the town and says, come and see a man who has told me everything that I have done. Her heart is converted. She's been forgiven. She's free of her sin. She recognizes Jesus in this moment and she goes out to tell the rest of the town about what has happened. She goes from the guilt and shame of this midday trip to the well to evangelizing in Jesus' name. Well, what about you and I? In what areas of your life and in my life do we live in hiding because of shame or hurt? Most of us have some kind of a wound that we carry at some point in our life. And Jesus wants us today to realize that we have a choice about that. We can ask Jesus to take that burden from us and ask Jesus to reveal those hidden things. Where in our lives have we failed to seek God's mercy when we are sinful? You know, almost every week, it seems, I have an encounter with someone where we sit down and we're having a conversation about faith, and we talk about the beautiful Catholic faith that we share, and we talk about the Mass and the Eucharist. And when we round the corner to talking about confession, all of a sudden it gets quiet on the other side of the table. 
And sometimes I will find that this person will say, you know, I, I haven't been to confession in quite a while. I, I, I just don't like going to confession, and I'm, I'm worried about what the priest might think of me when I confess my sins, so I, I, I just don't do that. My brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you, if you are that person sitting in this church this morning, please don't stay away from the mercy and the grace and the healing that is to be found in that confessional. We have a beautiful holy priest as our pastor here who's a very gentle man and has heard every sin, trust me, that anyone has committed. There's nothing to be afraid of. Please don't be afraid of that door. In what areas of our lives have we believed a lie of Satan? You know, Satan is the father of lies, and in this beautiful story, we can imagine that there, in this shame that this woman is carrying, there's also a lie that she's believing, a lie perhaps that she can't be forgiven for her sins, a lie about who she is, something that she has believed that Satan has sown in her heart. And for all of us, sometimes, Satan will deceive us with those little lies. So Lent is another time for us to explore what are the lies that we have believed about ourselves that have been sown by Satan. Well, Jesus has come to us this morning in this gospel story to offer us the gift of living water, that water that flowed from his pierced side at the cross. And he wants to give us that water so that you and I will never be thirsty again. Are we ready to receive what Jesus wants to give us this morning? You know, our process of conversion is a journey. Step by step, day by day, little by little, as we give our lives over to Christ, he fills us with this beautiful gift of himself, this gift of living water. Lent offers us a wonderful opportunity to grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ through these disciplines that we've talked about. This week, I would invite you to consider, in your time of prayer, asking the Lord to shine the light on those hidden areas of your life, those areas that Jesus wants to heal and wants to bring forward, so that, like the Samaritan woman at the well, we can open our hearts to receive the gift that only Jesus can give us, the gift of his very self. May God bless you.